0: We have so much to talk about in this year's middle gun section in Adderall Fantasy 2023. We've got 21 guys I'm going to be speaking of. A bunch of them I think could be guns for the entire season. And a bunch that could be giving you lots of value heading into this great season here. We're going to kick it off with Cam Murray. And I just want to show you one of the new features that's been added to footystatistics.com. And it's this section here where you can actually click through your seasons. You can filter by position. So second row interchange and lock. Murray played last, uh, has played over his career. And then the minutes. So you can select over 30 all the way up to over 70. And then you can do a little range as well. So you could pick a range of under 70 minutes and over 50. And I'll show you all of Murray's games over this time. frame. So I'll be showing you that throughout this Word document, which I have here. So you can see here his average of 68 in games over 60 minutes that's just looked at through FootyStats.com stats.com if you want to check that out so what we see in murray's career is he's hitting his peak he has the best average of any of the middles last year 63.2 and isaiah Yeo is next at 59 so there's four points difference there and as i spoke about in last video in the hooker guns is that you want to be trying to get as many of these top guys that are going to average the best in their position in your team as possible you just got to work out where you want to spend that money so cam murray at 904k with that delightful average. What you see is there's a couple of games in there last year which were injury-affected. He had a head knock, which obviously he, yeah right in the start of the game, which ended at one point. So he averaged 68 in those games over 60 minutes, which he does get pretty much every week. So he's getting to it towards his peak in his career. I just don't see much of a reduction. He's a top scorer in the position. He's completely durable, apart from two head knocks last year. So just be aware of that uh, and yeah, in the trials and stuff if he... You know, picks up anything like that could be a slight worry but really his only cons are the fact that he will be playing Origin potentially you know, might play less games just for those head knocks uh, and you know, will he be playing over 70 minutes often Will that happen? I'm not exactly sure. There were 10 of those games above 70 minutes last year. So if you think that he drops off a little bit in that, then maybe his average drops just a tad there. So be aware of that. If you're looking to pick up Murray, he obviously averaged pretty similarly to what Nathan Cleary did last year. So a big, big scorer in our game this year. Uh, And will you pick him in your side? That's going to be the question. If we wait till the end, guys, I'm going to have my top bunch in the guns category and then my top in the value category. Uh, so you we'll know, summarize all of these uh, 21 players, which is a lot going on. Isaiah Yo is going to be our next guy. So he averaged the next best by almost three points from between him and Payne Haas. So someone who is the most durable, I'd say, in the competition. He plays big, big minutes, had the second best average, and is super consistent. Very, very simple there. The only cons with him are the fact that he does play origin, and I don't see any scoring improvement. You, know, you can see a little bit of an improvement here with Murray when he does get those those non-injury affected games. He will average 68 and could be one of the best scorers in the game. But yo, he's super durable. So this is the this will be his max. He doesn't really average much higher than this. And this is you know, some of his best scoring of his career. So I don't see a big improvement, but he will score well. Nonetheless, if you like him as a player, if you're a Panthers guy, just be aware they do have a buy in round three, which could uh, harm him, uh, harm him and his scoring. Payne has so at 809. An average of 56.6. So for him, he is someone who's averaged a lot more in his career. But we do see a few issues with him straight off the bat, which I'll go through right now. There's just so much going on between injuries. Unfortunately, his mum's not well. Uh, and you know, really, he's not going to have a full preseason. So is he going to be able to perform at his best? He had a bunch of games last year which were injury-affected. He was carrying his shoulder for a lot of the year, and he's still averaged 56. So if he can get back to his best, you know, a lot of people might think it's at the start of the year. It might happen in round four or five. But you can select him whenever you please. I think he's gonna play a factor at some point, but maybe not from round one. Yeah, it's hard to to pick someone at 809K who's not gonna be ready from day dot. So his pros though, 62.6 average in 50 to 70 minute efforts there. So that's very much normal for him. He had games in in the past where he's gone over over 70 into the 80s, but we're gonna take them out and just show that average there over his career in those minute efforts is 62.6. So that's obviously giving you a fair bit of value and gets him up to that price of 900K. So there'll be 100K in value, uh, and you spent that 100K less, which is great. Last year was obviously a down year. I think there's some value there for paint hats. So we move to David Klemmer, someone I'm not super interested in. But pros, he's had plenty of great seasons where he's average in the 50s, so that's obviously a pro, and has no origin. So the first guy on this list that won't be playing any origin. The cons, he's had 11 games over 60 minutes last year for an average of 58. So... Only two points in value and over 60 minutes. I just don't see him going for that many games over 60. When you have guys like Joel Galway who had those big minute games last year, they're going to have to share that. They got Isaiah Papali He's going to play big minutes on an edge, for example. So I just see he's a bit of a negative there. And his attitude, we're a little bit worried about that. He obviously got moved on from the Knights for a reason. How's that going to go with the Tigers in you know, a team and a club that's in a little bit of disarray? Doesn't function perfectly well. We all know that. So how's that going to go for him? That's a big question mark. Joey Tarpany at 790k. He's a very interesting player in this Raiders outfit. My thoughts for him, does he become the pack leader as Josh Papali'i ages a little bit? You saw last year, Josh didn't play as well. Might have just been an off year. Could have been carrying niggles. We're not exactly sure. But Tarpany came out and absolutely killed it. You look at his average there, uh, 63 in games above 50 minutes, which I looked at games above 60, which there weren't many of them, but that over 50 seems to be his sweet spot, that like 50 to 60 minutes there. In the 40s, he had you know some games where he still scored really good, but it's just sometimes it's not enough minutes that you're not going to be able to get that PPM that's crazy at 63 over 50 there so some games he got 70 the other games he got 30 or 40 which kind of killed him which is why that when he does get over 50 that 63 average is very tantalizing and he's someone that's improving in his career he's had one really really good year can he improve that that's the question he should be improving as a player so you'd expect him to to continue scoring pretty well at least 55 but potentially a little bit higher there so Cons can play those 40 to 50 minute games, like I said, and he's only had one season like this. So, up to you. If you like him, you think he's going to progress, then I think he could do well for your squad. Joel Fangawe, so 771K, he had an incredible year, averaged 54 overall. You see here that games over 60 minutes, he did average 59. But as I said, there's a little bit of a worry between him, Clemmer, Isaiah Papali, uh Bateman, who are going to be big minute guys if there's those minutes available. I just don't see it. So that's my main worry with him. But if he does happen to get minutes like that, if there's injuries, he has super consistency. And he is obviously improving. This is his first big year at the Tigers. He was previously, previously with the Broncos, for example, but had a, an awesome year there. Conn says so forwards. as I said, I don't think the, the 60 minutes available. And Is he a one-hit, one-year wonder? Ryan Madison, so 771K for him, averaging 54 Pros for him I see, obviously super consistent through the years, has been a 50s to 60s scorer in the past. He's had a new role last year, playing through the middle. Will we see some new role improvement? Will he have a big role? I think he will. Isaiah Papali, he's gone. Obviously, Sean Lane's doing his thing, but Madison through the middle I think is going to be pretty important. But will he play off the interchange again? Will Hopkins start? There's plenty of questions there, and that would be why I'd be staying away. Main issues as well, too many low 40s for him. And I just don't see a lot of upside, unfortunately. With the minutes he's going to get through the middle, PPM's already great, you know, averaging mid-50s minutes, about one PPM there. Uh, I just don't see him in my top five in the mids there, uh, in the gun, so I would not be selecting him. Tino Fa'asulamalaawi, 771, his, uh, uh, his price as well, averaging 52.5. So pros for him in five games at prop, he averaged 67 minutes and 64.6 points. So obviously, you know, just a little bit over 10 points in value there. And if he could get minutes like that every week, I think there's definitely a good show. He's a good chance for you to pick him in your squad, but I just don't see him playing minutes that big in the middle in a prop position where he's going to be running big meters, tackling a lot. I just don't see it, but he is the focal point of their middle and, you know, should be hitting his peak in the next few years, given he's still really young. Has foreign on his side, maybe he can uh, help him out a little bit as well, just with some knowledge. You know, someone that who's got, you know, he's got some experience since they've, you know, they, they he was captain of the side last year, being so young. Cons he'll have to play big minutes, and he's in an average team, so playing big minutes could, you know, eventually get him towards injuries and stuff like that is as a big con. And yeah, the average team there, not going to help him too much usually in attacking stats, for example, is what we're looking for as extras here. Cam McKinnis, so forty nine point nine average, seven forty five k. Is his price. So the pros for him when he did start at lock, he averaged fifty so fifty five. So I think feel like we have to see him in that lock position going forward because I don't see, really see him getting over sixty five minutes as uh, as often. Which is when he does, he's absolutely gold. If he can do that, he's going to average fifty five plus. So we wait for that. If that happens, we'll, we'll pick him up. But I just don't see us being able to pick him up from the start. I think he'll get a good chance at some point, and his second year post. ACL injury, which is really, really cool. Great news uh, if you listen to Brian Senior, their general physio, second year after an ACL. They play a lot better than that first year back. Ruben Cotter, pretty excited about him, to be honest. He'll, he'll feature in my uh, top bunch of players. The 744K average, 52 last year. So pros for him, you see him as an improving player. He did have a bit of a hammy issue last year, which hampered him a little bit. He played some time off the interchange bench and just didn't seem the same until right at the end of the season, uh, so that sort of six to eight weeks there. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. kind of was uh, struggling a little bit, didn't play massive minutes, which I think he's someone that will be able to do that. So he only played four games over 60 minutes where he did have a 67 average. So I can see him playing multiple games, you know, six to 10 games over 60 minutes this year, which will give him a massive show at averaging somewhere closer to the 58 to 60 mark. Can he get to Murray level is my question. They're a very, very similar type of player. Cotter obviously hasn't got the experience that Murray has yet, but Murray did get to that level at some point, And I think Cotter can as well. Cons last year a bunch of lower minute games. Super aggressive, so he has a concussion risk. Apparently a hamstring risk in warm up as well, but hopefully he's fine uh, from that one. And then he obviously plays Origin. Carrigan, I see he's a very similar option to Cod IV. Get him at almost 30k cheaper. At a 50 average there last year, I see room for improvement. 53 average in games over 50 minutes. That's pretty simple for him to get over 50 minutes, right? So there's three points of value already. And a fifty-eight average in over sixty-minute games. So if he can have, have have games somewhere in the middle there, fifty-five to sixty minutes, I'm seeing at least five minutes, uh, five minutes, five points of value, and he'll be able to score really well for your side and be a mainstay. You know, be a top four, top five type of of mid this year. I see him as an improving player as well. He's very young. Obviously, played a little, a bunch more games than Cotter has, so slightly ahead in that sense. But they both played awesome. For the Maroons, and I think that he will continue to build on that. So I'm seeing a 55 average from, he, from him this year. Looking fairly conservative on that one, but I think we're going to see him play around that 60 minutes a game, which would get him right up to that point. Cons injuries, for sure. Has you know, a lot of stop-start seasons. He played four out of 14 games uh, under 45 points there. Sorry, he had four out of 14 games under 45 points, which is not ideal. He played the 14 last year, which is obviously a worry, and then he does play Origin, But I see him making a leap this year and being the focal point of their middle. Josh Papali, 714, average of 50. The pros for him, obviously a loss of middles in the Raiders. You lose Elliott, which played big minutes. Will they be able to cover that? I'm not exactly sure. Cons, I just don't see him improving in fantasy. He's been a 50 the last two years, and we've got Tarpany potentially becoming the most important player on that team and i just don't see an improvement so let's move on from Papali'i, tohu harris so 687 an average of 48 much lower than his previous years but a pro for him second year post acl surgery is a big improvement he his minutes went down a little bit last year which we'll speak about in a second but big minute middle forward he's still averaged, you know, close to that 70 minutes and i think he should average 50 plus cons for him the pvm was down considerably So mins were down six from 77 to to 71 there. He was averaging over 60 when he played those big minutes and now he's averaging 48 to 50 when he was playing that sort of 68 to 70 minutes there this year. So a bit of a drop. Can he get back to that? I think he possibly can. And I definitely see some value over that 48 average somewhere in the 50s this year. Fisher Harris. Personally, I don't see much value in him. A 6.85, average of 48. Very consistent scorer and has no origins. They're the pros and then the cons, just the upside. And I just don't see him as a keeper. I don't see him averaging anywhere in the mid-50s, which he never really has. He has stretches where he he can be a good player, like over origin, for example. But overall, I wouldn't be starting with him either. Maxi King at 6.57, averaging 46. Pros for him, the no origin is gonna be great. A young player on on the improve, sorry, Who's going, Who going to get the big minute role? That's the question. Is it King? Is it going to be Thompson? But the cons there, 47 average in 52 minutes. So priced accordingly. Does he get eight extra minutes? If he does, there's going to be some upside, but I just see him being a 50 to 55 minute forward, which is still great. There's not many of those in the game. Uh, so I really don't see a lot of improvement for Maxi King as much as we loved him last year. she 638, average 41. They've got him at obviously that one game last year. Pretty well priced accordingly. He's someone that has average mid-40s his whole career. So really, that's a con. He's not really going to be a keeper. He's coming off an Achilles tear, which is a big worry. Never a keeper. I just don't see a minutes increase. He's going to be somewhere in that mid-50s already, which he has for the last bunch of years. He will be the focal point, the leader of that weaker pack though. He's an offloader, which we saw last year was going to be great. Unfortunately for him, he only got to play the one game. I think he's the slightest bit undervalued, like a point or two. Maybe he's a 43 average type of guy. So I don't really see him as being a great option. Move to someone like Mitch Barnett, who I think has some definite upside. I could have thrown him in the edge video. And just to throw it out there, guys, they did put Nat Butcher in the edge video. Could have put Barnett there as well. But he moves to the Warriors. He is a dual position mid and edge, which is obviously gold. 617K and a 43 average. So it puts him pretty low and, and potentially some upside if he can get big minutes. So... What we see as a pro for him is that, that dual position. He averages 50 on an edge. So it looks like he will get an edge position on the Warriors with Tohul Harris uh, being in that 13 role. And I think finally in, in Mitch Barnett's career, he will probably get a spot long term. And if he can do that, we saw what Aiken was be, uh, was able to do. We've seen what Tohul has been able to do on an edge. You know, they, they seem to play their edges some big minutes. So I can see... Him, you know, with at least seven points of value, there's 50 average on the edge. Is that That's over his whole career. And last year, it's 54.8 in that five games that he played on the edge uh, there. So I can definitely see him as undervalued. The cons, obviously a bit of a hothead. He threw punches last year, which didn't work out so well. He had a big, big uh, suspension for that. And he's someone that gets moved around positions a lot. So hopefully he can lock that position down. And if he does, I see some big value for him. Mitchy Barnett, no to wake up we got four guys left here thank you all for staying so long 614k averaging 43 last year the pros for him the first two seasons he played great and was averaging up in you know up close to the 50 mark and would show value if he can repeat that effort which is obviously hard to do especially when i know you just don't don't feel like there's a lot of guidance up there in the titans with you know his other experienced forward being like a 22 year old in Tino, so yeah, Con's very poor year, and I feel like he's too risky to start. I just don't see him becoming a keeper. He might have a period at some point in the year, maybe through the middle, where he can provide some value with him probably not being in the origin setup, but yeah, very interesting type of player. We've got three interesting ones to finish now as well with Nelson Asafa Solomona at 612k, average, 42.8. You Look last year, anytime he, got, anytime he got over 50 minutes, he averaged 51, which was great. I feel like if he splits time on an edge, which he actually did a fair bit to the back end of last year, Part of me feels like, you know, Kafusi was out for a bunch of it, which makes sense. While he slid over, but they were preparing for next year already, knowing that Kafusi was gone, uh, going to be gone. They new uh, Bromwich was going to be gone, and he actually played really well on that edge. So I can see him either splitting time on that edge, and if he actually gets named there on on game day round one, he will get jewel as well, which will be pretty exciting. So. I think if he can split time between the edge and the middle, even if he plays the majority of the game on the middle, gets over you know, 55 minutes, I'd say, on an edge even, he would be able to average somewhere around that 50 mark. And that's obviously plenty of value there at seven points. But the only cons is the fact that it's obviously an un- unknown uh, role until the trials. Lugie Thompson, so 612K for him, 42.8 average. Will he be the focal point of the attack, uh, the, the pack, sorry, uh, between him, Mc- Maxie King, Ryan Sutton, these types of guys, there's plenty of... Uh, minutes there that need to be shared around and will they will he get sixty. He had a little bit of an injury affected season, which could be a pro. Obviously, you know, hopefully get a, a be out to string a bunch of games together would be great. Cons there, we got 45 average in 58 minutes. So he already has big minutes and only a couple of points of upside there. So surely he doesn't get many minutes more minutes than 58. Unless is one of these guys is getting a 70 plus minute roll, but I doubt that. And lastly, Adam Elliott, a 606K Average of 42.4. So the pros for him is he's average 50 in 60 minutes. So that provides seven and a half points of value if he was able to get something like that. And I see him moving to the Knights and being able to get some type of role in the middle playing for 55 to 60 minutes. So if you can get that, there's definitely some upside. Workhorse, he is works really hard obviously that's a good ppm in big minutes and he has attacking upside he has the offload in him he has a a try assist he has a tackle bust in him as well the con at this stage we just aren't sure of his role which we'll find out a little bit more about that in the preseason. so the guns my top six and yeah these are the top six that i would pick in order Haas is going to be picked at some point, so just for round one. At this point, it might change come preseason if he's absolutely killing it or if he's feeling great and doing well. But Murray would be your number one pick, just being the top scorer. I think Carrigan and Cotter, very hard for me to split. Right now, I really like Cotter. He's that 20k more expensive, but obviously playing for the Cowboys would probably have a slight edge for him myself. But I think Carrigan is going to be a great choice with Cotter. Isaiah Yo just being the 59-point Gun, but you are paying for that with no upside. I think there might be a little bit of upside with two and three. Joey Tarpenny, potentially some upside as well, and Payne Hass has plenty of upside if he can get to that. But I have him at the bottom for now. In terms of value, I think it's probably in this order. If Mitch Barnett can get that spot on the an edge, and you know he's going to get seventy plus minutes, then he does average fifty. It's just really clear he's done it for a long time. Whereas Elliot hasn't done it for a long time. That's why I have him in second. But I see about the same points of value, seven to ten. Uh, with both of those guys for sure and could end up becoming keepers in your side, being really consistent, not playing origin. Tohul Harris, I have slightly above above Nelson, but I see both of them having a little bit of upside. Harris, just because he's done it for a longer period of time, second year post ACL and a, a clear, clean off season hopefully will be great. He just didn't seem to move as well last year and then Nelson, if he can place a fair bit of time on an edge, I see him having a ton of value. So that is that video guys, the mid superstars, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got plenty of value out of it. And we'll see you in the next one. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage.